With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. The Celtics understood the assignment game two at home. You got to answer and they did. Welcome into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi will be back on the program tomorrow, but fortunate to have Mike Palm in for the next two hours with us here today. VP of operations here at Circa, of course, VEASAN host as well. What's going on? How are you? Good. Happy anniversary you. to you. Thank you. Wedding anniversary today. We're going to have some dinner tonight at Giada, but we got a day off to an early start with Mitch and Paul. And yes. big day for you, debuting the Circa What's the Guarantee Part 2 commercial. I My role in this was nothing compared to you, But my you're friend. the single thread. You're the thread of the Visa and stars through each year. Every you know, You're the only one that had a speaking role both years. That's very exciting. I stuff. thought Eumann stole the show, though. Eumann's seen, he's a, he's a physical actor. What he was doing out there at Stadium Swim in, uh, in peppering Derek with the question was great right off the I was bat. very jealous of the megaphone. I was very jealous <laughs> that you got a costume change. We actually oh, yes. have the video, though. So let's, Elliot, tee that up. Let's, let's show the people what's the guarantee part two. Hey, Derek, what's the guarantee? Hey, Derek, what's the guarantee? <laughs> the package is in route. Derek, what's the guarantee? Get ready for more millions. Guaranteed. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor will be bigger than ever. Enter in Nevada. Play from anywhere. Go to CircaSports.com for more information. Ooh, stunning. We're on the route. Two weeks of this commercial, and then the next one airs where we reveal what the guarantee is. So, so okay, so in three weeks then is when we'll get the We're going to start. Answer. We'll start airing the commercial uh, I be- yeah, I think three weeks from today, Derek and I are going to go on with Mitch and Paul and go through all the details of the rules, the guarantees, how many entries in each contest, what the windows are for each week. We're, we're waiting for the schedule release next Thursday just because we're a little leery of, uh, you know, with the flex, yep. uh, what that might mean to Survivor. And then how do the holidays fall? Because we like to, you know, create those weird weeks. So, <laughs> But we're, we're close. We're close to announcing, and we should be open then before 
uh, before Memorial Day weekend uh, um, to uh, start taking entries. Love it. I'm super excited and can't wait to get another one of those calendars, get the magnet thrown <laughs> up on the refrigerator, you get the medium poster for your desk, and then the huge one for your room. That's You're a you survivor player. I love it. Yes. I, I was talking with our executive producer, John Goulet, about, you know, it's very much a thing amongst all players, but especially like the VEASAN host, either you're one or the other. Very few play both. Either you love the millions, you like the many ways, you're in it the whole year, five picks every week, or you're a survivor person and you, you like the fun of that storyline. Mm -hmm. And it's like the every man's dream of, you know, winning three million, five million, eight million, whatever it is. Exactly. So I am definitely prefer i'm one that prefers survivor mm -hmm. i still play circa million as well um but picking five games against the spread and you have to we always talk so much on vsin about like sometimes the best bet is no bet you don't have yeah. to bet every single game but in in circa million you have to pick five no matter what and so it's definitely a challenge it's a challenge even to win the booby <laughs> so we well, have to be just as skilled <laughs> exactly. to pick losers right i mean do you go one week? I mean, that doesn't give you a whole leg up yeah. when you're you're doing 20 weeks of picks. <laughs> yep, no doubt. Uh, so excited for that to be on the horizon. We have a great show on tap today here on the Lombardi line. In about a half an hour, our guy, Will Hill, VEASAN contributor, is going to join us. He's been locked and loaded with NBA picks constantly throughout the postseason, been having a lot of success. We'll get into some NHL as well with our VEASAN hockey betting expert and analyst, Andy McNeil, also hosts the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast. In Hour 2 at 1.15 Eastern, Mike Somich, professional handicapper, also great with horse racing, going to help us preview the Kentucky Derby, see what other plays he might have. And this is an NFL show, so of course we'll have some of that with you as well with NBC Sports Draft Analyst Eric Froton, who did the best, who did the worst coming out of the draft, and which teams to look ahead to in the coming NFL season. We're going to start in the NBA here today, though. Like I referenced at the top of the show, the Philadelphia 76ers fall in Game 2 to the Celtics despite having newly crowned MVP Joel Embiid back in the lineup, a 34-point loss for the Sixers last night. Well, um, everything the Celtics threw up from distance seemed to go in, right? They shot the lights. Other than Tatum, they shot the lights out from three, uh, and they certainly dominated. They did what you're supposed to do. Uh, after you blow game one at home, yeah. dominating game two. The zigzag theory prevailed for all the betters following that again, who, who will all be on Golden State again tonight to mm -hmm. bounce back from a game one loss. Um, I thought coming in, this series was a five or six game series. I'm not sure I'm dissuaded by the game one loss. I think the Celtics are still the better team here. And now the betting favorites actually to win the whole NBA title uh, with, with Milwaukee having been eliminated in the first round. So um, I thought... Game two more looked like what this series is going to be than game one. Yeah, the the game one loss, it seemed like they came out flat-footed, maybe a little bit too overconfident, knowing that Joel Embiid wasn't going to be on mm. the court, and they just let one slip by. But certainly uh, came out with a different angry and aggressive mindset in game two. And especially that third quarter outscored the Sixers coming out of halftime by 19 points. It was their second best point differential in a quarter this postseason. Seven of Boston's 20 made threes came in those 12 minutes. And uh, they held James Harden at bay. He had a 45-point performance game one, really turned back the clock, just 12 points, two of 14 from the floor and 10 boards in the game two loss. Yeah, I thought Harden kept them in the game in that first half in game one, right? They were down, down eight, down seven. And he made every basket to pull that game nearly even at halftime. And then they were able to get control in the second half. They defended him very well uh, here in game number two, and w which is what they do. I mean, you can argue they're the best defensive team in basketball. 
What do you think about Joel Embiid getting reacclimated to the lineup? Was this something? Because a lot of the talk coming like earlier today, when I'm just listening to radio, listening to other programs here on Beeson too, is should they have just held him out for this game? You knowing that you already stole one on the road, wait to come back home. But at the same time, he's a guy that needs to get back into game shape. You need reps to get that chemistry back with your team, right? He's the MVP. I mean, how are you not going to play him if he's available? The concern has to be injury, not chemistry. Uh, and so and he said after the game, he felt good. Yeah. And so, so yeah, but here, you're going to need him to win the series. There's, I don't think anybody believes that if he were to be ruled out for the whole series, which like, I think Chris Paul will be for the Suns, that they could win the series against the Celtics. So they make no mistake in playing him and it is what it is. They go home, they have ha home court. They've got to defend in Philadelphia. It's interesting. I think the series price is reasonable on the Celtics right now at two thirty. I mean, if you think they're going to win one of these two games in Philadelphia, that price is going to be higher than that coming back game five if they're 2-2. Well, and even looking at the game three spread, Celtics mm -hmm. only favored by a point and a mm -hmm. half. Is that too short? Well, they were seven and a half last night. So, I mean, there's your three-point home court advantage. So, I mean, that's reasonable. It, it, there's, there's no real movement off it. It's sort of a standard move of six going from one place to the other. Is one building uh, rated in the top five over another? I don't know. So it doesn't surprise me. I thought they might be two, and they might end up being two or two and a half by the time they tip off. Total two thirteen and a half. The total last night was two seventeen and a half. Did have a play mm -hmm. down to the under mm -hmm. two fifteen and a half. I saw as well. Um, end up going under whatever number that you had, and again, just a massive win for the Boston Celtics in a bounce back spot. And you said that zigzag 15 yeah. straight instances now in the NBA postseason that when the home team falls in game one, they rebound to win game two in the last 21 instances, 20 and one straight up 19 and two against the spread. And so that is built in obviously to these numbers. We see that with Golden State tonight, a six point favorite as they look to bounce back from their game one loss to the Lakers. Total in this one, 227. The final score game one is 117, 112, but it was really anybody's game in the last minute and a half. How do you think things play out tonight? Well, I would agree. I think Golden State bounces back here, but the Lakers were really dominant at home in that first round series with Memphis. So, I mean, it's almost, uh, when you think about it for Golden State, a must win tonight. I don't mm -hmm. think you can go to LA 02 and think you're going to get both games in LA and come back north. Uh, two two. It's amazing this Lakers team. I mean, we're we're getting punished uh, as we go through the playoffs. Um, you know, we had them at eleven and twelve to one to make the playoffs back in November, right? With that terrible yep. start they were on, and uh, it's particularly in Colorado, the betters took advantage of that and cashed with them making the playoffs. And now the liability, in terms of the not so much the West, but the NBA championship, it's like anyone it's but the seven, Lakers. Well, you know, of the eight teams remaining, we only lose to the Warriors and the Lakers. They're both in this series. But the Lakers is, is a huge loss. I'll put it this way, Stormy. The Lakers' loss for us, if they win the NBA title, is 3x what the Knights would be if they won the Stanley Cup. And you know what that is every yeah. year with the Knights. So. Wow. Just Incredible. the prices were so high. I know Mitch Moss has a ticket just to win the West, I think, at circa 37 to 1. So. Currently sitting 5-1 to one Lakers uh, in the title odds. Celtics, your favorite, plus 175, followed by the Nuggets at 4-1. to one. Uh, and, the, and these two teams we saw in Game 1, completely different approaches to the way that they're playing these games. The Warriors, it's all about the three ball, had 21 made threes, and they lose the game. Meanwhile, it was all about the paint and drawn fouls for this Lakers team. Is there a style you think is going to win out throughout the course of a long series? I think it's it's more difficult to play that inside just because of the math, the three to two, right? Mm -hmm. And and the NBA has just become a, a, a layup or a three-point league. 
I remember when North Carolina played Loyola Marymount in the heyday of their run in like the second round of the NCAA tournament, and Dean Smith made a rule. You can only take two shots, either a dunk layup or a wide open three, an uncontested. There's no point taking any other shot in, in that kind of a frenetic pace uh, that favors the three-point line. I mean, I, I, I tried to watch that series, with, and it was a great series with the, the Kings. I mean, it's just back and forth. It's three, 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 three. Mm -hmm. The popularity of the Lakers still... And Golden State has become a public team with their run, plus the popularity of Steph Curry. There's more people here in our in our casinos where we are the sponsor of the nights. I mean, the D has been a sponsor from day one. We have the suite and the glass seats. Circus got their patch on there. But the majority of people are coming here to see Lakers and Warriors, more so than Knights in Edmonton. And they're going to go head-to-head -head Saturday and Monday. They both play at the same time. It's crazy. But, I mean, hey, so much star power in this series. You wonder if Anthony Davis can have another dominant performance like he did, but he's been so inconsistent throughout the course of the playoffs. It's like 30-point game, 13-point game, 31-point game, 16-point game. So which version of him do we get today? We'll continue to preview this game throughout the course of the show with our great guests. But coming up, turn our attention briefly to baseball and a gambling controversy that's led to the firing of Alabama's head coach. More on that when we return on the Lombardi line. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on vSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and more. You can download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID. Open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 
4700. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line, live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Stormy Bonantoni and Mike Palm with you. And you were on Follow the Money earlier this morning, and you talked a lot about the controversy that was going on with Alabama baseball and the lines being pulled down in Ohio and various places. New Jersey. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, after gaming regulators flagged a suspicious gambling activity for Alabama versus LSU. Before we give the update, can you just lay out what happened? Well, specific to the game that we know what we're talking about, and I think there has to be more when you're going to announce the news that just broke um, less than 30 minutes ago. Alabama was playing LSU. LSU's number one, the best team in the country, right? And somebody in Cincinnati, actually at, at Riverfront Park, where they have a book there, was betting LSU, and he bet him heavily... The more to the story is, what are you taking on college baseball? I mean, we're taking a nickel. What are they taking? A lot of books take $100 if they offer it at all. But he bet them. He laid 250 and he put them in a parlay. And then, unbeknownst to anyone, maybe, the starting pitcher gets stretched 50 minutes before the game, and a reliever's told, hey, you're starting, which led there to be maybe there's inside information coming from inside of the program about who's actually playing in these games. I think there has to be other games involved where information got leaked, but this got it pooled in Ohio. Regulators started taking a look at it. It spread to other states, including New Jersey. And now you have the news what's happening with the program. There. Right. So there were a lot of questions as to what was really going on. And then basically this morning, the athletic director at Alabama put out a release saying that they have fired their head basketball coach, Brad Bohannon, for, quote, among other things, violating standards, duties, and responsibilities expected of university employees. So clearly he had something to do with leaked information in their view as of now. And whether, you know, someone in the organization was was friends with that person or somehow profited from it, I mean, that's yet to be known. But obviously... There's fire where there's smoke. And this came pretty quickly. I mean, this story only broke. I mean, we're talking about a matter of 48, 72 hours. Mm -hmm. And they fired him. I know they had just gotten sued uh, uh, by a former player about the way he handled his injury. And there were other issues with the program. But, you know, regulators, when they, they don't know something, they don't particularly understand it, or they see there might be some malfeasance, are going to, you know, side on this, uh, or go with the side of safety uh, more than anything. Now, it's interesting. I sit on the board of directors of the American Gaming Association. We just had our, our spring meeting uh, at Encore, and we had th three head state regulators uh, as our panel discussion. And, you know, they talk about the information uh, that the operators provide is so essential for us in understanding. And then the operators working with their customers mm -hmm. when their disputes before you just say, you know, call the gaming, game, gaming board about something that happened. I'm sure there's more to this. Matt Holt's yeah. organization, U.S. Integrity, I know, has been involved. Uh, in this situation as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to in the coming days and maybe hours finding out what more went into this story about the firing and was there other betting activity besides just that game last Friday? Yeah, absolutely. A, a story that is going to continue to develop. And bigger picture, Mike, too, as legalization and gambling becomes more and more prevalent across the country, do you think that we're going to keep seeing things like this pop up more and more because obviously we had the incident with the Lions players who were placing bets yeah. at the facility. Now you have this issue. Uh, Calvin Ridley, yeah. of course, last year. Is this going to be more normal, unfortunately? Well, I I think this is separate. I mean, this is insider information type stuff. 
The Lions players betting on basketball, whether at the Weird. Tape. We've got books inside of stadiums. I mean, it's just, that's an archaic rule. I mean, they shouldn't have violated it. It's the rule. They but, need to put up, like, giant signs in bold that say, do not bet in the facility. Meanwhile, staffers had gotten fired for the same reason yeah. and if the Lions. Uh, when the players have been on alert, hey, this person in the office, front office got fired, or this person You'd in the admin it. staff got fired, um, they weren't betting on, on football. But, you know, I, and I bring Matt Holt up again, and, and we've had a good partnership with him, and, and he's been a part of Eason. And what they do, I mean, investigating suspicious wagering activity, whether it's a tennis match, you know, or it's an official in a small conference where there's patterns that they find. Obviously, it, it could happen. We've seen scandals. We've seen Tim Dunahy. So, but the more places that it's offered, the more opportunities. There's more access that people have to sports betting. Yeah, it's a, a big conversation that'll certainly be ongoing. We'll stick with baseball here, though. Mm -hmm. But turn our attention to Major League Baseball because Justin Verlander is set to make his Mets debut this morning uh, in the series finale against the Tigers. The Mets already dropped the last two against Detroit, which was pretty shy. I mean, you know our guy Dave Ross, big Mets fan. He's been all over Twitter just crying, love you, Dave, but come on, let's move on. They are a minus 175 money line favorite in the game tonight. Um, but first, MLB action since missing all the time with the shoulder injury. Yeah, so Scherzer off the suspension. Uh, not so good. Yeah. And, but he said after the game, he didn't expect to be great. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was I, spraying his fastball, and he just needed to get the rhythm back. When he was asked, so did you use the rosin again? Yeah, like <laughs> ros rosin and sweat. Rosin and sweat, people. I believe this is the stat, Stormy, and I might be off by a game or two or an instance or two. The shocking part of yesterday was the Mets had not been swept. I believe it's 24 or 25 straight same-day doubleheaders before yesterday. And then the Tigers do it. I don't know how many times have the Tigers swept the doubleheader. But good for them. It's interesting here with Verlander making his first start. I think that the, the price is too high. I would look at the Tigers. Eduardo Rodriguez has been this year what they wanted him to be, an ace of that staff. He's been terrific. He, he had flirted with a no-hitter in Baltimore. Uh, through a complete game shutout against the Indians the game before. I mean, he's pitched terrific so far. Uh, so it'll be the tall task for the Mets today. And, of course, everybody's excited to get Verlander back mm -hmm. into baseball. Tigers plus the one and a half, just plus one, minus 110. So maybe that's a good way to play it if you don't think that the money line. Or, or I would look at first five as well. Okay. I would, look at, I would look at Tigers first five here today in this game. Anything else in these upcoming early baseball games that stand out to you? Well, I, you know, it's Patrick Corbin day. So, I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> you know, $2 is really high, but maybe you look at the Cubs on the run line here against Corbin, or you lay a half run with the Cubs first five in those bets. It just, you got to try to fade. I, at this, you know, I, I don't know how long Baumgartner is going to keep pitching for Arizona, but they're like the two must fade guys, either through a total going over or, or fade that team with the other team. Uh, Corbin and Baumgartner, but in some way, you got to figure out how to play the Cubs here. Uh, one, minus 120 on the full game run line, and I, I'd look at the alternate lines for first five as well. Jamison Tyone on the hill for Chicago. Total in that game, eight and a half. Um, first pitch there, going to be 10.05 Pacific time. That Mets-Tigers game, 10.10 Pacific, and then also at 10.10 Pirates and Rays. Tampa Bay off to a really, really strong start. Whatever they need to do, they're doing it. Something's Pitt in the water. Pittsburgh came in red hot. They handled them both games. I don't know if the Pirates can sustain it with the starting five they have. If these guys can, I mean, you got Richie Hill in there and, you know, a, a Keller last night. I, I don't know if they can, but everything Tampa needs to do. I mean, it, when they need to score six runs, they score six runs, get a dominating pitching performance out of McClanahan. They're still using the openers 
And even if they get two thirds of an inning out of a guy, the next guy in will give him four and a half or five and a third or, you know, it, it, everything that Kevin Cash has done has worked. The lineup's been great. So, and that's a really good division. Everybody's over mm-hmm. 500. I, mean, I thought the Red Sox were a mid seventies wins team. They look better than that right now. So Yankees have a long way to go here. I know that Cashman says don't lose the faith, but they're looking uphill at some really good teams. And I bet Toronto to win the World Series. I mean, I bet I bet an exact um, Toronto with uh, with the Padres. Ooh. Uh, yeah, at a, at a big price. I so like that. I need the Padres to kind of put it together here and find an ace. But uh, maybe Musgrove uh, as, as he gets a few more starts under his belt. But I still think Toronto's going to be very formidable. I like that. Uh, last game that's going to be um, coming up here in the next hour: the Angels and Cardinals. Ooh. It's Griffin Canning on the hill today for no. for the Angels. But how about Shohei yesterday? Huh. Thirteen strikeouts. Forget about it. That's a terrible <laughs> I- start. He he gives up four runs. What what he has to be more efficient. He can't be going to the bullpen. Ninety seven pitches in five innings. His second start out this year he was great. He only had three or four strikeouts, but he went seven innings. He has to focus more on that. Our Cy Young tickets are not getting any better <laughs> with these five innings. I don't care about the thirteen strikeouts. Thirteen strikeouts don't do it for you. Mike Trout though with the with the game winner. Yeah, right? three in the night. But the Cardinals are in bad shape, aren't they? Woof. Yeah. It's hard to believe they're they're at the bottom of this division here, looking up at the other four. Uh, I just don't like Canning, so I'd pass on this game. Okay. Uh, Jack Flaherty on the hill for the Cardinals. They're a minus 165 favorite, depending on the shop. Total in that game, eight and a half. We're going to step aside. When we come back on the program, the one and only Will Hill. Mm. You're going to love it. Uh, See what his picks are coming up today in the NBA. We'll also have plenty of hockey throughout the course of of the end of this hour and going into hour two because last night was a doozy. How about the Vegas Golden Knights and oil? That series, I feel like every game is just going to be 6-5. Six, oh, really? four, so all over, roll over. I love roll it. Over roll the over the overs, <laughs> something like that. We got to take a break, though. We'll be right back. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests, as well as unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. You can sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check out the top VEASAN experts leaderboard now as well to view betting records, profit, and ROI. See which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. For VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, make sure you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can sign up now just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can also find some great content from our next guest, Will Hill, VEASAN contributor at not the Will Hill on Twitter. And we just moments ago, Will, we're talking about this Mets-Tigers game coming up. Justin Verlander making his debut from the shoulder strain. He did have one stint with A Binghamton, had four and two-thirds scoreless innings with six strikeouts. And rumor has it, you're betting his under strikeouts prop today as well. Not thinking that he'll have that many, maybe a shorter outing for Verlander in his first game? Yeah, I just think asking him to get to seven, his first start back is a lot, like you mentioned, four and a third, four and two thirds in his rehab start, but he only threw in 68, 69 pitches. Usually you don't bump up the pitch count by too much more than like 15 or so from one start to the next. So my guess is 80, 85 pitches, probably somewhere in there. Asking to get to seven, coming off an injury uh, to get to seven Ks on only 80, 85 pitches to me. It's an underplay. So there's a six and a half out there. I think DraftKings still has six and a half. 
I like the under. There are some five and a half starting to pop up, so I do think that's probably uh, some people with the same sort of thought process. Plus, this is Verlander's first time pitching in the majors with a pitch clock. And older guys, I think uh, the pitch clock probably affects them adversely a little bit more, uh, having to throw off the routine, having to recharge in between pitches a little quicker. So under six and a half plays on Verlander is the play for me. And I think that game starts, what, half hour, 45 minutes from now. So we got a little day baseball, oh, yeah. which we should have every day. Some of these days we have no day, day baseball. I don't understand what Major League Baseball is doing, but got a handful of games today. Yeah, you will. Uh, Congratulations on your win in the college basketball contest with Matt Humans, by the way. Uh, I was speaking with Greg Maddox, who we hosted his charity poker tournament this weekend, and he went down and worked with the, the Rangers uh, for three weeks in spring training. And we were talking about opening starts, and, and this was on opening day, and we were going through their last spring training start, and he said, you will never throw more than 15 pitches more than your last start in spring training. So to your point, your theory is correct. Let's stick with the Mets. What a name I, drop, by the way. What what an epic name drop. I know, so casual. Did you hear that? By the way, Greg Maddox. I mean, yeah, Clemens. Clemens was there. Raleigh Fingers made the final did table. Did they ask the you for an tournament. autograph? Yeah, they did. They actually did. They, no one understood I was the biggest celebrity in the room. <laughs> You're going to bet on the Mets. Your New York City team, the New York Mets, to miss the playoffs at plus 270. I'd like you to include as part of your explanation who you think are going to be the NL playoff teams if the Mets aren't yeah it's a good question I should probably have mapped that a lot you know with this uh with this bet in mind to me this is just look you're, you're getting almost three to one I just don't like their pitching it's it's funny to say about a team with two of the, the best pitchers of their generation in Scherzer and Verlander guys who want a bunch of Cy Youngs between the two of them but look Verlander's on the other side of 40 he's just coming back off an injury no guarantee he's going to stay healthy Scherzer not only has he had nagging injuries on and off this last year or so uh, he's been bad this year. He was really bad to end last year. Remember the Padres, the playing game, he got bombed off the mound. Uh, the Braves, the final week of the season, he was bad. Who knows if this sticky stuff, whatever he's using, was affecting him. His velocity was terrible last night. And after that, I mean, there's just not a lot of pitching. Senga looked good his first start. He hasn't been uh, first starter, too. He has not looked good since. Command's been a big issue. And after that, I mean, Carrasco looks washed. Uh, the Petersons of the world, Tyler McGill's, it's really, it's just not a lot of pitching. So uh, I know you get an extra wild card team here. Figure get, give Atlanta the division. Braves and Padres probably still get two spots. Maybe Arizona can steal a spot here. Central's going to have a winner. So somebody's going to have to hop up and steal a spot. I just think at three to one, there's too much volatility with them. And if, if Scherzer's not going to be Scherzer, I don't even know if you're close enough where you can make some sort of deadline trade, some impact trade to get an arm. I, I just don't know that they're that close to being a legit contender. I know Cohen's aggressive, but uh, this is just not a good pitching staff. Sweat and rosin, Will. Sweat and rosin uh, here with Will Hill, VSIN contributor at not the Will Hill on Twitter. As we turn to the NBA, uh, 15 instances now where the home team has dropped game one and they have bounced back in game two to win. The Warriors in a potential spot to do that tonight after dropping game one against the Lakers. They're five and a half, six point favorite tonight. Can they win and cover as well in game two? Yeah, so this is 15 in a row, like you said, that the team has won a lost game one uh, on the road and then won game two. So you're saying the Lakers are due is what you're saying. No, I, I like the Warriors here. I think uh, a good teaching point here, anytime a team loses game one at home, DraftKings, FanDuel, these books, they hang a, a game two line almost immediately after game one ends. Just bet the, the favorite, bet the home team in game two, because this was four and a half for a split second, went up to five. Now you're paying five and a half, six. I wouldn't be surprised if this closes six and a half. I don't know that we get to seven, but... I think the Warriors roll. I don't think the Lakers can keep up the pace from the other night. I think they sensed an opportunity to steal a game. The Warriors a little tired off the King series, and they went for it. They played Davis uh, 44 minutes. I don't think he came off the floor in the second half. 
LeBron played a bunch of minutes. I don't know that they can sustain that. I think if they get behind early, they'll sort of take the foot off the gas here and say, all right, let's live to fight another day. That was a really high-paced game the other night. The Warriors took 106 field goal attempts, 53 three-pointers. Uh, for the Lakers to just do this night in, night out with these guys playing all this these minutes uh, with Davis, with his injury history, with LeBron, with his age, I don't think it's sustainable. Uh, I think the Warriors here are a good bet. I think they win. I think they win comfortably. And you can get them now at plus money to win the series. I think that's probably a good bet, too, because, look, I, I always think if you're the road team, and I don't know why these teams do this, they win game one on the road and they're just satisfied with a split. Go for the kill. Go up 2-0 because you're probably going to have to win two road games. You can't just assume you're going to win all your home games. The Warriors are usually good at stealing a game on the road. I think it's like 30 straight series. They've yep. won a game on the road. So if you're the road team, if you're the lower seed, I always say this. If you're serious about winning the series, you really have to be up three games to one after four. Because if it's 2-2 and you know you get five on the road, seven on the road, that's not a good scenario. So I think it's a good good opportunity here to jump in on the uh, the Warriors plus money. Well, let's stay with this same game. Uh, you like the King, LeBron James, under 25 and a half points. Yep, he went under the other night. He's been going under a lot. He just doesn't look the same to me. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's the foot. It's probably a combination of both. He just doesn't seem to have the lateral quickness. You can never call him a role player. He's not a role player. He's still LeBron James, but he's more of a facilitator. You know, I, I can't remember. I don't think he's ever had a team where the supporting cast was more involved. And he's just, you know, it's more Davis's team than anything. So, uh, expecting him to get to 26 points is asking a lot. He just doesn't get to the rim, get to the foul line as much. And he's just not, look, they're going to leave him open from three. It, that's the only way you lose this bet. He gets hot from three, but he has not been shooting it well. I think it was one of eight the other night. And Golden State's got a lot of bodies they can throw at him. A lot of size, a lot of length. This is not a good matchup for LeBron. And again, if you're down 10, 15 in the third quarter, maybe Ham looks at LeBron's minutes and says, all right, this is a, a good night to give LeBron Davis a little bit of a, a mini breather here. So I think under's a good play here. Well, and with that same thought process, I know you don't have a bet on Anthony Davis's point prop, but he is somebody that's kind of alternated each game in this series. 31 one night, 12 the next, 31, 16, 30. We have no idea what that means for the game tonight. His prop set at 26 and a half, and it is juiced to the under. You think it's an under day for him too? I'm afraid to bet under. He's just played so unbelievably I well. I guess I would play under because if I think they're going to get blown out, which look, the line's only five and a half, six, but there's a scenario here where they manage his minutes. And again, playing 44 minutes the other night, you can't do that every night. So I would lean under. If I'm looking at, I'm putting you on the spot here. If I'm looking at a prop for Davis, I don't know if you can make it high enough. What's his block prop? It seems like he's got like five blocks a game. He's just playing volleyball with some of these shots. He's played so well defensively. It's unbelievable. I don't two see. and a half probably. I'd have to look. I'm not on the right page okay. for it right now. I think it was two and a half the other night, and he ended up with four. He's just been blocking every shot in sight. It's good to see because, I mean, he's taken a lot of a lot of heat for for not being able to stay on the court, and he's he, look he's he's lived up to it. He's played unbelievably this last couple of weeks or so. You've got another anti New York play Heat three and a half Heat to win the series minus one twenty. Will. As long as Butler's healthy, I would I would think Miami wins this series, and he's got a week off to to get you know the ankle straightened out here. I just think Butler's clearly the best player in the series. Spolster's the best coach. Uh, you can make a case. I mean, who would you rather have? A, who would you prefer, Adebayo or Randall or Brunson? Whoever you think the Knicks' best player is, it's possible that he have the two best players in the series. So if you have the two best players in the series, you have the better coach, and now they have home court. That's a lot going against you. I just think the Heat shoot the three so much better than the Knicks. That was very concerning. If you're on the Knicks, that's very concerning the other night because, you know, we always talk about these teams that lose game one at home. They usually roll and win comfortably in game two. 
And they got Miami in game two without Butler, and they had to eat that one out. That was concerning to me. I just think Miami shoots it better. Uh, I think they have more high-end talent. I think they figure out a way to get to the conference finals here. But, you know, maybe, maybe wait and see how Butler's ankle, ankles are tricky. Maybe wait and see how Butler's ankles are. I just think if, if Butler's ankle's good to go here, I think the uh, the Heat win this series. Well, that AD prop is three and a half over plus 140, and he's uh, had four yeah. or more in three of the last four games. So. Those books are catching up to it. It was two and a half last yeah. time. Three getting to four is tough. I don't know. It is plus one forty though, so you get the the plus money price for it yeah. at least. Give us a horse for the Derby. Uh, I, I don't have the board in front of me. The nine horse. What's the nine horse? I feel like Mike, you should just have that on deck. You should just I know. I don't. I don't know, know post positions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll look it up. We'll look it up in the commercial break and bring that back with the people. Well, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Make sure Thanks, you check Will. him out at Will Hill at not the Will Hill on Twitter. Very important distinction there. We got hockey when we come back with NHL betting expert here at Beeson, Andy McNeil. See his plays for tonight and his thoughts yesterday on his Oilers falling in game one. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place one game parlay of four legs or more and get back a bonus bet up to $25 if you miss a leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features throughout the playoffs. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get a 20 free $25 bonus bet if one leg of your one game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification. Eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Welcome back. 
to the Lombardi line. It has been a very fun start to round two of the NHL postseason. Last night, my Vegas Golden Knights get it done, but I know that that was to the chagrin of our guest who we welcome in now, VEASAN. NHL betting analyst and expert Andy McNeil joins the program. I know you are an Oilers guy living up there in Edmonton. And, of course, an Edmonton backer who now one of the favorites to win the whole thing. What did you make of last night's action? Leon Dreisaitl, four goals, and they don't win. Yeah, dry saddle has been a beast. And first of all, you've got to excuse the dorky headphones. I just got finished uh, recording today's episode of the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with Danny Burke. Uh, had guests, so many sports on, great hockey handicapper, great conversation. So you guys will want to check that out. But um, yeah, Edmonton, not a, not a great performance. I thought uh, Connor McDavid in particular got better as the game went on. Maybe tried to do a little too much himself last night but uh dry saddle i mean he did it all himself but uh in a losing effort i think the oilers can make uh, adjustments um i think maybe that was the best game that we'll see out of vegas in this series maybe i'll be wrong i was wrong uh, about what we would see in game one because i thought that you know the 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 difference in the stylistic um uh the, the style of play of the vegas golden knights compared to the los angeles kings was going to play into the oilers hands uh and maybe give them a little bit more opportunities to catch vegas uh, off the rush uh, because they're so aggressive um, didn't happen like that and uh, and Vegas did really well in the neutral zone and 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 stopped a, a lot of uh, Oilers attacks and Edmonton really wasn't able to set up in the offensive zone so convincing victory by the Vegas Golden Knights regrettable series bet uh, by by me and uh, and still confident in the Oilers that they can get back in this one I mean they've been here before this is the third time in the last uh, four matchups that they've you know lost or, or they've lost the third uh, three game one in, in three of the last four playoff matchups so they're here again they can they can get back into this series Andy let's turn our attention to the other Canadian entry still alive in these playoffs the Toronto Maple Leafs who face an 0-1 deficit at home tonight you are again on the Florida Panthers tonight to go in there and take the first two games in Scotiabank Arena it's a nice price again on the road and the follow-up to why you like him tonight. Are the Panthers a better team than the Maple Leafs? Well, I, I don't know. I thought these two teams were pretty even down the stretch in the regular season. I didn't think there was all that much separating them. We saw them play a, a couple of times late in the regular season, uh, you know, and 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 I, the games were close. And, I mean, I think that's what we're going to see in, in these playoffs. And, you know, maybe Toronto will have a decisive victory or two or three. Who knows? But uh, I think – Florida will never be too far behind. They'll always be in it. They've got talented scorers. Um, Sergey Bobrovsky, I mean, he's he's, he's going to be a, a bit of a wild card all the time, but he was great in game one. And I don't think that there's a reason to have a ton of confidence in Ilya Samsonov, right? So, I mean, uh, I find it hard to, to justify why the Maple Leafs would be priced as high as they are now. And uh, I look at the Panthers as a team that uh, has played pretty good at even strength if they can which is the real thing I'm concerned about here. If they can stay out of the penalty box and, and not give that dangerous Toronto power play um, uh, so many chances, uh, I think they'll, they'll have a chance here. But intuitively, I hate this spot because, I mean, you, you think the Leafs are going to bounce back here. The, the odds suggest they will. 
Uh, but I just think it's a little bit overblown and inflated at this point. Well, and and that is the way that I've played it with Toronto. They haven't dropped back-to-back games in regulation since January. We saw what they did in round one after the embarrassing loss in game one, end up putting up seven goals in game two. And I know, I know, I'm not going to say that they have that type of performance here, but I, I did bet Toronto in regulation. I think Florida got a little bit lucky not having Toronto cash in on any of those four power play opportunities. That's not the norm for that group by any means. And for as good as Sergei Bobrovsky has been, I I don't have a ton of faith in him to repeat that type of a performance. So I am on the Leafs. I don't like going against you in a game, Mandy, but I am this time. I don't want to be against Stormy. So, I mean, I'm I'm not feeling good at all right now. Oh, stop. Uh, How about this Kraken Dallas Stars game? Um, Do you feel like the Kraken can keep this high level type of performance rolling or do the Stars and Jake Ottinger bounce back tonight? Well, you know, we were just talking about this on the, the podcast and and how that was probably Seattle's ceiling, right? I mean, they're a, a deep team. They've got four lines. They've got scoring from from all over. Um, but, you know, Jake Ottinger had a, had a really bad two-minute two stretch there, and it cost the Stars. Um, he'll probably have better performances going forward in this series. I'm not too interested in Dallas from a betting perspective. I don't think I'm as high on the Stars as uh, as some other people are. I was at uh, around 66% for Dallas to win the series heading into it. I know some people were as high as 75, 76% in favor of the Stars. So uh, clearly I'm on the lower side of of, of favoring Dallas. And uh, that's kind of how it works from the, the game by game perspective. But, you know, as if Seattle's able to jump out to an early lead, uh, I might I might be interested in the Stars because they've showed they, they, they've got no quit. They're not going to go away easy. Uh, Philip Grabauer, just like, you know, you talked about Sergei Bobrovsky and it's pretty difficult to envision him continuing this, this, uh, these performances and this run that he's been on, uh, given how he's played over the last few seasons. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be interested in Dallas from an in-game perspective. If, if Seattle can, like they did a lot in the Colorado series, jump out to an early lead. Andy, with the parade of penalties that we're seeing in these playoffs, I mean, we're getting six to eight power plays a period in many of these games. Are we missing the boat here? Is the total play the way to go here? I mean, I'm an under player and I abandoned it mid first round and I'm just betting series right now. I can't because I can't even bet a period under anymore with the, the number of penalties. But are we are we missing what's right in front of our face and playing these whole game overs? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 and it's brutal too. Uh, you watch Carolina and uh, New Jersey, uh, you know, five minutes into the game, there's already two totally unnecessary penalties that just kind of you know shift everything and 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 change everything, the complexion of the game right away. Um, and that's happened a lot in these playoffs, makeup calls. I mean, uh, it's 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 always going to be a problem. And uh, as you know, there's some of these some of these matchups. I mean, particularly Vegas and Edmonton. I think are going to continue to be track meets and, and yeah, I'm leaning towards the over here more often than not, but admittedly, I'm not, I'm not the totals guy. I never had been. And, and, and I, I, I don't know if I've have, I have a, a great feel for them. Well, and I'm curious your feel as much as you can offer with the Kraken stars series in terms of the total, because we see that five and a half again in game two after they had six combined goals in the first period of game one. And obviously, like we talk about Jake Ottinger, you're not going to see this guy give up four goals in a period again, more likely than not. So with this series in general, do you get like a sense that that was an anomaly and we're going to continue to get back to lower scoring performances or just no clue at this point? Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of it was. You know, it had a little bit to do with, the, I guess, the game script, too, because Seattle controlled the play in that game. And maybe that's not what we see going forward. Maybe yeah. the Stars, like they did against the Wild, 
you know, jump out to those early leads and really clamp down and, and, and make it hard. I mean, Jake Ottinger, what, 114-minute shutout streak in, in round one? So um, we could certainly see the Stars, be, you know, begin to clamp down on, in this series. Uh, and I think it just goes to show you that that the, the betting markets and the sports books don't overreact to, to one game. And, you know, this is the expectation going forward that this series is going to hover around that five and a half. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the minus one thirty a little bit, a little bit, a little bit nervous with that number, uh, especially with a goaltender like Gabrauer in the goal. In terms of the, of the Carolina and New Jersey series, where are you at on Schmidt? I mean, I was calling for books to put Schmidt uh, into the into the Con Smythe pool instead of being in the field uh, after his first three games against the Rangers, and now it seems his confidence shaken. He does shut him out in Game Seven. Um, does Lindy Ruff go to Vanacek? I don't know where to go here, and that's why it's hard to bet this series. I'm not sure who's going to be a net, and I'm not sure where Schmidt's head is. I mean, yeah, this this it was a tough one. We, you know, the the Devils came out and and kind of were obviously suffering for some nerves or, or something like they were in the Rangers series. Uh, the shots were 30 to seven shot attempts. Sorry, 30 to seven in favor of Carolina uh, after the, the the early in the second period. Scores three nothing. Um, you know. They, they showed some life, and I think this is going to be a long series. They've been resilient, obviously. They've shown that they can, you know, erase a series deficit. And I think you look at the Hurricanes and their core in the past, uh, and not as injured uh, as it is this season, has shown that they can blow some series deficits. So I don't think this one's uh, over by any means, and, and I don't think Carolina's really gained any sort of edge. I think New Jersey will be able to bounce back, but, I mean, it's it's a tight one, man. I think it's going to be tightly contested, and... Uh, it's a it's a tough pick from a betting perspective. Andy, thanks for your time. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure everybody check out the Vison Hockey Betting Podcast, downloadable wherever you get your podcast. New episodes coming out every day. There are games, and yeah, tough start for Schmidt there, allowing three goals on eleven shots, and eventually pulled in that game. We'll be right back on the Lombardi Line Hour Two coming at you next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 